This Justin Quarantine 2020 happening again, but dude, cause you motherfuckers won't wear a mask. Get the milks, get the breads. <laughs> what up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of So no, dot, 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 dot. dot. I'm Drea. Oh, no, no. What is up, everyone? Ugh, welcome back. It feels so good to have you back and I know. us sitting down together and talking. To like civilization of happening again. But as we say that, mm-hmm. we are about to roll our asses right back into another oh, quarantine. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Like, during the first, I mean, during the first one, it wasn't all that bad because, like, I felt like it was like the first day of school when you get the map of the school, you gotta find out where all the classes are. You get you get scared. Yeah. But after like two three days, and you know where you're going, kind of like that that I felt like because like I got I got into a routine of being home and doing things myself. The fucked up part is that I just got out my whole entire garden, so I got nothing back there to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what my thing is. Okay, so my visualization was like, okay, I was cool with it happening. Yeah. During these warm-ass motherfucking months. Because, honestly, I don't want to be near a bunch of people anyway. Yeah. You go on hikes, you trail, shit like that. But when that moon circles its way around uh-huh. and it becomes fucking winter, you're uh-huh. like, what are we got to do? What are we going to do? <laughs> like, I literally just, I was just back there earlier today cleaning out all my vegetation. It's inside the house now. I'm like, now I got to figure out what I'm going to do with what I have. It's a lot. Yeah. Peppers. Tomatoes galore in in the bowl over there. It's like I'm gonna start pickling. I'm gonna start my project is pickling. Oh my god. Oh. Noelle has started uh, to pickling emporium. <laughs> Noelle is an 80 year old woman whose basement will now have Britney Spears and his pickled bread. Pickle me Britney downstairs. Pickle me Britney. I'm gonna name one now. Pickle me Britney Spears. <laughs> or pickle me Britney Peppers. <gasps> oh. Oh man! Market it. It's done. <laughs> Copyright. We already Copyrighted. got it. <laughs> Own it. Lisa <laughs> right now. Own it. <laughs> yes, I'm like, oh, we're gonna have to figure out something to do during these times. I mean, I mean, I, I found Carlito's way. Yeah. During COVID, so like now that I have him now in like my life, I don't feel like as lonely. I yeah. Feel. Um. So I feel like. Even even though we'll be in quarantine, he'll still like. I'll have to play on the ground railroad his ass from Pennsylvania to Philly. All we're gonna hear at Noel's house is. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, Noel and I have actually, and this normally happens to us, we've switched places. So, if if, if you follow anything, and I very rarely talk about relationships, but. I have ended this, like, open-ended type of relationship. It's where I thought that, you know, it's where I think that I need to be right now. So, one thing with the quarantine did, it gave me an excuse not to date, or uh, not even date necessarily. Just go out and talk to other people. Yeah. Like, get into that habit of talking to other people, and quarantine made it so that I was just talking to the same person all the time. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, all right, let me try this. Let me tell you, um, I had, like, seven suggestions on what I should, like, ask to go first of all i hate apps i work in it but i do hate apps um, <laughs> and um i did um her that was one that everybody told me to do it's one called her she's a isn't she a singer yeah she is she's gorgeous too but this one is it's an app called her so i went on there and i gotta tell you um i'm not i'm not built for apps anymore I'm, i don't i don't i don't think i'm built for it anymore why do you say that it's a different ball game I still, the first app I ever used, and probably the only one I used, was OkCupid when it first came out. Yeah. So it was like nine years ago, maybe. That's not used that. I got sucked, yeah. sucked into six Yeah, exactly. Back. Like nine years ago, maybe it was <clears throat> like. This is completely different. Um, so I had one girl mm-hmm. within the first, I don't know, six or seven correspondents back or forth. This bitch wanted to get married, like, ASAP. Like, really? it was like a job interview. Like, the questions were like a job interview. Made it very clear within the first, like, 30 seconds of probably if we had an actual conversation besides texting back and forth. Do you want kids? I, I want to be, yeah. Like, what do you want? I want to be nice. I want to do this. And then, like, re- and then I was, like, trying to talk to her to get her to, like, kind of open up as to why is this, like, a job interview? Like, yeah. for, first of all, I put on there, you guys, 
looking. I said, I don't know why I'm on there. That's what I put in there. <laughs> and I said that I was looking for new friends. I never said anything about a relationship on here. So I'm like, all right, this will get Are my feet Are you really back. looking for new friends? I mean, if you're cool enough that I'll be friends with you, I don't have a problem. I like meeting people. Do you think it's hard when two gay people are, quote unquote, trying to look for friends and they're both very attractive friends? Yes. It, it, it also happens that people always think you're fucking the other person. Oh, Even yeah. if you're not, they always yeah. think you are. Mm-hmm. But this girl was like, I don't, she wanted to be married. She ended up, I ended up getting her to break. She told me that this conversation that we had, yeah. two years, she hasn't dated in two years. She got left a month before her wedding by her girlfriend who hooked up with her friend. Well, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't sign up for this. Clearly there's something wrong with her. Yeah, yeah, right? And she was like, and, and this was going to be the first thing that you did? She's like, I haven't dated in a year. She's very open. I haven't, In a year and a half, I haven't dated anyone. I was like, what? What do you? Did you ask why? I, when I asked why, that's when she told me it's because her ex broke up with her. Well, because she caught her ex cheating a month before their wedding. Oh. Uh, two years ago. So she's scarred. Yeah, so she's basically scarred. My thing is that I have to not veer towards people that are scarred. Because I tend to... Help? Um, like be a helper? We, we, I forget the word that you call it. I'm like a like an empath. I tend to take on the emotions and the sympathy for them that they feel for themselves. And then I feel the need to help nurture them well, and get them out of it. Because you're a good person. Anyone that doesn't feel whatever pain or sadness or happiness that someone else feels, that's like, um, what do you, a sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like an empath, like you take on like the, you feel as though you could almost feel their emotions. And you take that on and you want to like heal that person. But at the time that you're healing that person, you're, you're forgetting yourself. Of course. That's where it's at. Where where you're not good at having that balance of saying, I want to, you know, better myself, but also better this person. I tend to put more into the other person. I will have to. I will have to agree with you because there's times when like I'm doing okay. Yeah. And there's times when like this person is some of, so like my friends or whatever, or even like Carlos. Like I think I can just say Carlos now. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> or or what my friends call him. My mom calls him Carlitos boy. Like you know, we all go through a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why do you First take, of all, guys, why, don't, do you take, why do you take water sips before I talk? Because you know what's going to happen. He's going to make throw up. Guys, I just want to say, I want to give a round of applause because he said his fucking name. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's what? Since May? Since May? Yeah. Oh, six, six months? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, Carlos and I go through things, and, and his emotional stuff is my emotional stuff. Yeah. And I try my best to be supportive and be understanding, even though I can't relate to the things he's stressed about i try to like gain i gain his sympathy whatever i mean i I understand what he's going through and i try to be a supportive person to him Mm -hmm. or it's familiar yeah um and it's like it 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 makes me feel sad when he's sad it makes me feel upset when he's upset and i you you want to wear the superman cape and fix everything and you know that you can't and the only thing you can possibly do in those situations is just be be an ear and listen and make them feel comfortable like don't try to be their therapist yeah see but that's the issue that i have so i'm just i don't want to enter into that with anyone like from the gate mm. that's not what i want to enter into i think i'm just in a stage in my life where i've worked to get myself right so i want someone i don't need a perfect person i just need someone that is on that same path mm-hmm. type of thing and for her it just turned me off because it's been two years and you are i, I talked to you for two seconds and you already told me all this like, <laughs> like you, and you guys didn't, didn't even get to meet. No. Like, that didn't happen. The next person was uh, told me that I could be their sugar baby, and they would pay me $3,000 a month and pay for all my bills. I Where just needed I to, up? like, I know. First, I'm like, ugh. And then oh. I'm like, no. I'm like, no. And then my, my, everything it was like, no. <laughs> Messaged me, like, five times saying the same exact thing with their phone number. Didn't want to have any messages on the app. But I'm like... You're either a catfish or you were desperate as shit, and yeah. I don't want my pictures on Pornhub. Like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing any of that. So I was like, no, it's good. I had three. All They were like horrible strikes. But I was like, you know what? It was good to get my feet wet and do it. I haven't said that I've given up, but yeah, I wasn't looking for a relationship. But right. it, it seemed like it was coming towards me, and I'm just like, all right, this is cool. But it helps me to, like, test myself out. Where I may be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, no, 
bitch, don't you? It, and it's just what you stop doing. Stop like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't do the things you were doing before. You exactly. know what happens. You know how you get, you know how you feel. Like, and that's, and that's something I had to learn as well during this whole summer is like, be patient. Like, don't rush things. Like, I've had many moments of doubt so this would work between he and I. And when I, and I got in my head a lot because I'm so used to being like with this person, another person all the time and rushing so quickly that the length of time, he, mind you, he was away for like a month and two weeks in DR. Oh, yeah. So, you know, for me, that was an adjustment to not seeing the person I like to be with all the time. I mean, here and there, whatever. And then, you know, um, I was lonely, essentially. So, like, and then there's times when, like, I felt doubts and stuff. He would remind me of, like, he's present. He's, I'm getting, I'm being thought of. And, like, little surprises here and that, pockets of surprises is help me move along with me being insecure about how I was feeling in my head. Because I like being with somebody. I like companionship. I like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love being with somebody. But, like, when it's meant to work out, it's meant to work out. Exactly. And if it doesn't work out, and that's, and that's completely okay. Um, you know, when he came back from his trip, we had a, the best talk since when we're together. It's never, like, over the phone or through, through yeah. text. Anything serious, it's face-to-face. Because emotions, it, through text, emotions get kind of misconstrued and, like, and things like that. Um, but, like, when we talked face-to-face, it's like, we were like, you know, I'm just surprised that every month we made it another month. And he's like, I am too. Like, like we don't fight. We don't fight. We never yeah. thought about anything, which is so rare. Because I'm, I'm not saying I'm argumentative, but I'm also no, I'm in my ways. Yeah. And when I feel rubbed off, a certain type of way I can get into my head and be and be kind of mean, but like it's been like easy breezy beautiful couple girl <laughs> these past six months. I but, mean, it really has though. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's it's been like the best situation for uh, for myself and I'm, I'm hopefully he yeah. feels feels mutual. No, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I, I and for me, I'm just like. This is a nice time to be single. It's where you actually, like, mm-hmm. it's not, not, I mean, of course, it's, <laughs> nobody, everybody wants, this is boo-up time. This is when you get a boo for the winter and then kick them out. Like, this <sighs> is this is what happens, the hibernation period. Yeah. But I use, I have to say, I think I usually do have someone to hibernate with. It's been a little different, but I feel like I've been so productive because I started to set small goals mm-hmm. for myself, like, during this whole time. Like, I want to do this, or I'm looking for this, or I'm going to do this. Like, different things that set up to it that are kind of like, kind of like, not distractions, but building myself outside of, like, who you're with. And, like, planning, like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to, this friend is going to, we're going to talk on the phone on this day, or I'm going to hang out with this one friend here. So I have, like, four friends that all, I know all are isolated, all, like, basically quarantine. And those are really the only four people that I, like, go to, or go to, like, their house. Yeah, same. Like it's like four people. You're like, all right, I'm cool. We're all we're all good. We're around each other. Yeah. So it's like putting that like be like, all right, well, when I would have been like, oh, you want to go like snuggle and smoke or something like that? I'd be like, no. Let me text one of my friends and be like, you know what? Let's go out and go do something because I think I need to be. I, I think you lose your being social mm-hmm. with other people outside of who you're with. Sometimes in relationships, that once you come out of it, you're like. Oh fuck! Like, who do I really consider friends? Like, yeah. who who would I hang out with outside of this? Like, blah blah. blah. Like, what relationships? Because re- some relationships fall to the side, and you're like, it really exposes that. Yeah. Like, after you come out of a relationship, like, who are my friends? Yeah. Who are the people that I do hang out with? Who are the people who are to hang out with me, regardless if I'm in a relationship or not in a relationship type of thing? I know that during this whole like COVID COVID thing, um, past few months, like I've had people over that I know that are safe and. I've been to their houses because I know they're safe, um, always wearing a mask and stuff like that, and they're working from home, so I felt like it was okay. And it's been the same four or five people yeah. throughout these few months, and it's like, and I felt that's like enough. We spoke about this before about having some abundance of people in our lives yeah. that don't really matter, and like honestly, hanging out with three or four people at a time is just like it's better than like twenty. Yeah, I think you get better quality of the person that you're yeah. hanging out with. Yeah. I mean, you hang out with a lot of people, but I feel like even with some of the people that, uh, you know, the friends and circle, it's like you even get to know them better mm-hmm. because it's like for a lot of my friends, it's the same exact thing. 
I'm one of the four or five people that they are in there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, a, a, it's like you're in that too. So it's like you get more, I know there's more intimacy in your friendship because you're like diving a little deeper mm-hmm. because that's a person you're going to now gravitate to because that's yeah. a person you can actually, if you need that physical, like I need to physically see someone, you know that's a person that you could actually physically and get like that human yeah. connection with. Yeah. I mean, everybody's going through, I think, tons of different stuff. I was talking to Noel today, and I told him about it. Um, if any, if you if you have health insurance, 100%, 100%, look into see if they have telehealth um, for, like, therapy. You can have – it's all different types of therapy. You can go through, look at it, pick out what it is. A lot of places are offering discounts and um, even free sessions for it. How do you spell that? Is telehealth? It, is it T-E-L-E-H-E-L-T-H? Yeah. It, I mean, it's – each company has its own version of telehealth. I don't know what it is that inside of there, yeah. but telehealth is where you can just, you know, pull up. It's like a Zoom. You can pull up and you can have a conversation with your therapist on there. You can meet the therapist through there, pay, do everything like that. I encourage anyone that has the ability to do that to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, Noel, we're talking, we're sitting here talking right before we went on and saying like, you know, it is great to have friends to depend on and be able to talk to her and talk to situations. And, like, I mean, goodness, after hanging out with Noel, we feel like we have therapy sessions. Oh, it's really great. Like, it's a release. Oh, it's but so to have someone that is professionally <clears throat> equipped to help diagnose some things that you may feel or look or feeling at this time, especially when you have to, like, I, I think this has been a huge thing for everyone for self-evaluation. Because yeah. you can't help but have to look yourself in the mirror because you're stuck with yourself. Right exactly. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're stuck. So, like, even issues that you may have buried or not have gone through, I'm telling you. Telehealth is the greatest. I hate when people put down, like, any sort of, like, oh, you're weak, blah, blah. If anybody says that to you, they're dumb as fuck. Everyone has a weakness. Everyone's weak at some capacity. And you wouldn't have therapy if this wasn't a real thing. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. there wouldn't be actual therapy if there if this wasn't a thing. Everybody goes through mental issues. Our brains are evolving. There's chemical compounds that can cause us to even think or be or do any different the food that we eat affects us like exercise like having that interaction with people is a part of our mental health so it's like just go to have like you know a checkup i think just like you go to a doctor to get a checkup i think you should go to a therapist and have a checkup i know that like like full-on boredom gets me depressed yeah i get depressed when i'm bored and like last night i was here watching tv i'm like i'm so bored i went to the kitchen and just started making stuff baking and making sauces whatever and that kind of get me gave me some kind of like it, it, it made me distracted yeah because at that one point i was just sitting there i'm like oh my, like it might move with my hand in my head like oh my god i'm so bored like, I'm, i felt lonely. yeah you're like felt, how much more fucking tv I can i watch lonely. i felt lonely I yeah felt lonely i'm like you know but you know finding out finding different outlets like that to help also if you're not so keen to getting like online therapy help even listening to podcasts, not just ours, yeah, which you should. A hundred percent. A hundred percent ours. <laughs> but there's so many out there that can, that that's so relatable to things that you're going through, like Anna Ferris, who has her own podcast on Spotify and Apple. You know, she's the girl from Scary Movies, and she's on Mom. She has her own show, and she brings on, it's fun, it's fun. Oh, wait, the chick from Scary Movies? Yeah, Anna Ferris. Oh, my goodness. It's called, it's called Unqualified with Anna Ferris, and she brings on celebrities, and she talks to them. And in the beginning, it's very fun, and she asks silly questions like, "What's your favorite ice cream?" kind of thing to break the ice. Yeah. And then she'll, and then she'll get into having on a psychiatrist, a therapist, with a caller in with issues that they might have. And the one I was listening to the other day was this girl was dating this was in the process of dating, dating this guy, and she wasn't sure what you know how it was going to work out, whatever. And the therapist came on, who was. Um, I believe his name is Professor Eli Finkel, and he's from Northwestern University. And he gave this wait, his real name? Eli Finkel. I I was just guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm childish as fuck. Boy, I just wanted boy, to make boy, sure boy. this is a real fucking name. <laughs> I actually took notes. Thank you. I sourced my. I sourced it. Noel did fact check it. I did. He fact did it. Fact check. I did fact check because I thought because when I. When I'm intrigued or like enlightened by something I hear, I write it down so I can always go back to it. So Eli Finkel, Northwestern University, says this amazing analogy of the sculpture of Michelangelo. He said, Michelangelo is 
he said that you know when you look at a rock, it's in its it's in its true form, right? Which is mostly you and I. Yeah, we're in our true form. Then the sculptor's um, job is to kind of mold and structure out what is this big piece of stone, which is our bodies, right? And yeah. What's, and who we are as, as people. And then when we unveil this masterpiece, it's similar to how people are with other people where like they kind of like you go through the bits and pieces of, of getting something like, um, how can I say this? Like when you're creating something that is in its true form, you the chiseling and the, and the picking is the relationship and essentially, like, when you get to know someone, they're slightly hacking away yourself, you and the other person, to get to know what's inside, deep inside. Yeah. Which is, like, this beautiful piece of yeah. art, whatever. So then he's, like, Finkel says, you know, you then you, re- then you step outside and look back at this masterpiece of a relationship and say, am I better with this person? Cause I'm, am, I better, am, I, am I a better person because I'm with this person? Was I better without this person in my life? Yeah. Kind of thing. And like, you know, there's, you have to read the benefits of what this person gives to you. And I felt like this probably doesn't make sense at all, but to me it does. Yeah. Does it make sense to you? No, it makes sense. Okay. Because the way, because I actually, I was sitting here listening to it and I'm actually trying to type it in my notes as he's speaking. (laughs) I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. So I went to my speaker and then did voice text and then he just, it it kind of did did it. I'm like, oh, asshole. So then, like, I kind of, like, had it in my, in my notes, but, like, um, like if you kind of wonder if, like, this person is bringing out the best version of you. Yes. And and the moments that I have my had my doubts about he and I, I would reference that. I'm like, I am sort of a better person because he's in my life. Yeah. I am changing for to be a better person. I'm happier. I am more positive. I am more confident in myself as a man. And things in my life you know what I mean like those are things like you have to like think about within yourself too is like what you're doing is the best solution for yourself and what do you need to do to not feel that way anymore and and you know don't keep stop backtracking to things you were doing before yeah old habits old habits yeah because they don't they do they don't Mm -mm. they what old habits die hard they don't they don't And and, and, and and I know they don't because I get in my head. Yeah. I do. And I think, like, now, it's real easy to get inside of your head. Especially now. Yeah. It's like the, the, the theory, the, the white wall theory. You ever hear that? Where, like, no. if you put someone that's completely sane inside of a room with all white walls and lock the door, basically, for, like, that isolation of it, that they could go crazy. You have crayons? But it's, it's, yeah, but it's not crazy... From the white walls, it's crazy because you have to internally reflect on yourself now, and then your internal voice becomes the louder voice. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, our internal voice is not the nicest voice to us. Like, no. <laughs> so, like having that, like the white walls, like that isolation, and then having that voice speak louder than your voice. I feel like people can sink into like that, like part right there. But that's when you have to like break it up, find things to do, go for a walk, a hike, anything you can. Anything you can think of to do, you have to get out of, like, it's so easy for people to say, oh, just get out of your head. That shit is fucking hard. That's very hard. It's very hard for someone to just, oh, just get out of your head. Like, like they switched it on on purpose. You know what I feel when people say that? They lack empathy or, like, they don't, like, when I was going through stuff in my head about my relationship. And I would say to someone, oh, like, I miss him, or whatever, blah, blah, They'll say, you'll be fine. Yeah. I'm like... Like, I don't understand why that's someone's general reaction, because... You'll in, be fine. In my head, that is not the response that they would want from you. No. They would, oh, lay your it's, head on my on my shoulder, let yeah. me rub that off. I would have consoled you, uh, blah, yeah. blah, blah. That's what you want to be treated like a baby and nurtured. Like, a little bit, yeah. yeah. A like little that, bit, yeah. That's what you want. So, like, when somebody else does it, like, a hard ass, and be like, oh... You'll get over it. Yeah. Like, no. you, why would you say that? And then that's when you realize that guy or that person is a piece of shit. They don't know what they're talking about. I'm no. never, never going to come to any personal thing to them ever anymore because what I'm getting to turn is just like, halt, stop. I don't want to deal with this. It's, you know what I mean? They don't want to deal with what you got going on. Yes, the people that love to be in your life when it's light and fluffy, but as soon as yeah. the sun starts to set, 
they're like, oh, I gotta go. I could care less. Like, yeah. you, you could find your way home by yourself type right. of thing. And then it's when you find someone else new. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I get it. You just want to suck all the good, but you don't want to be there for the for all the situations yeah. like a friend is yeah. supposed to be. And it's like, oh, okay, that's I got in, it. That's in any relationship that you're in that you want someone there for good and bad stuff. Yes. Like, you have to be able to measure with the both. Yeah. I, I just don't understand people that are like, oh, yeah. Like, if people pop up out of the floor like Gumby when something good happens to you. Like, oh, my God, I knew you were going to do it. You go. Blah, blah, blah. Like, girl power. Blah, blah. You're like, shut the fuck up. Where were you at? Like, yeah. you're like, oh, I don't always do it. Yeah, you go, girl. But like, I'm like, oh, no. But like, oh, I see you. Mm-hmm. We Like, for anybody, like, people see you when you do shit like that. Of like, course. I see you when you do that. And it just speaks volumes for that other person. And I and I and I've dealt with that like really all summer when I was doing things with Carlos and like we were asking me like who's this person I'm with blah blah. Oh, the digging was the incredible. Dig, the, the Nancy Drews. I'm like, you are not gonna know anything more than I put out to the world right now, and I don't feel like you deserve to know anything that's going on positively in my life because you're just curious. Yes, and it's for amusement. Yeah, they're bored. It's, it's, it, yeah, exactly, it's bored and it's yeah. for amusement. That's when you feel like people use me. you as yeah. their amusement. And you're like... It tickles me a lot. You're like, bitch, you better go buy HBO. I'm not here for your fucking interview. Oh! Like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> go somewhere. <laughs> like, go sip your tea somewhere fucking else. I love it. Oh, my God. Hey, God, there's one thing that I have to, and I know we're not doing any big thing about what's going down, although... I want to give a round of applause oh. to our, our our new our new commander in chief and the powerful ass black woman that's standing the fuck behind him. Oh my like, god! I am on the edge of my seat the whole entire time. I'm so fucking excited that this happened. I do want to mention though, inside of this, I'm not gonna damper the happiness of it. But 55 percent of you motherfuckers voted for this asshole, so that's a whole different <laughs> issue that we have in America. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that. This was like felt more like a good versus evil type of thing. Really this did. was a reckoning of morals in, in the United States. And I got to tell you, we almost fucking failed. Yeah. But there's enough people out here right now that I am actually proud of this country to say that we did what we need to do. Although we have these assholes out here complaining about shit. There's one note that bothers me that I've seen a lot of people and a lot of people that look stupid as fuck posting about. And it's about taxes. I want to be... We're in Philly. I won't be like Allen Iverson right now. <laughs> taxes. Motherfucker, we talking about taxes? Yeah. Taxes for people that are over $400,000. Most of the motherfuckers that I know don't make over $400,000. That means it'll be taxes on the corporations and your bosses, the ones that don't give a fuck whether or not you were there or not and could hire you over again. That's where the taxes are coming in. Please, people, please research. Please look and please do research before you start looking like a dummy. I love... I love a, a, or a dummy at the bottom, high five a millionaire while he gives you a quarter. Exactly. And the ones that are complaining are the ones that are, like, living home with their mommy with a white brick. Yeah, like, please stop. Please stop it. Yeah. Don't be mad because you got to pay to take that stupid-ass bumper sticker off your fucking car now. Oh, all the props and the signs. Oh, everywhere. Ah. But the thing is that I am, I'm actually happy. And, you know, whoever, I'm glad you made a lot of money off of all of, you know all the, the memorabilia prop- and shit that you have. But what this does show me, and it, it and it shows a lot of people, there were people that had flags and stamps outside of their house that probably put it for Trump. Now, I got to tell you, the day after the election, the day after we got the votes, uh-huh. and yeah. I intentionally, when Witt said that Biden had, you know, it was Biden, we won. Mm-hmm. I took my happy ass and drove right around where I knew all these fucking parade signs were. Why you motherfucker? You not racist today, motherfucker? Like, what happened? Why do you not still have the same I pride that you that had too. before? Yeah. You want to take it down, but why did you not have that same pride that you had before? Exactly. And the same aggression in going towards it. You you act, you you lost. Defeated. It was a defeat, but do it graciously because we lost when we didn't vote for Trump, and we still had to go through this whole entire administration in this four years, and we had to go through your bullshit. And the racism and the sexism and the homophobia and trying to take away every rights. I mean, for me, Noel, all of our rights were trying to be stripped away from us. Exactly. Even the prospect of even, like, adopting children. All of that. Healthcare for children. Everything. Everything would have been taken away with this fool. So when people tell me, like, you can't be friends, do you think you can you see the difference in, in opinions? 
I wanted to say, yes, I can see a different opinions, but this wasn't a different uh, in opinion. This was a different in morals. Yeah. This was a different, this had nothing to do, at the end of the day, this election went beyond politics mm -hmm. and went into the moral compass of who we are and what we will allow not only for ourselves, but in our fellow man and our fellow woman, what we will allow to happen to them. And I got to tell we we barely skimmed by as good people. I mean, honestly, we, we barely went by on that. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't even understand how women could have voted for this man. That blows my fucking mind. It blows my mind that it was a higher number of women that voted this year that voted for him than they did when he won in the mm -hmm. previous election. Mm -hmm. And it was a higher percentage of white women. To be very specific, it was a higher percentage of white women that voted for him, which I don't understand because as a woman, I see a woman as my ally. And if there's anyone else that wants to come up against you, your rights and your ability to be able to say you want to do what you want to do with your body, I'm, I'm not going to be for that. So how could you be for that? Right. It's just like, I, I just want to say... America, I'm, I'm thankful for the people, for this generation that has come up behind us that was like Parkland group, they all were able to vote this year. This was their year to vote. I'm telling you, young kids <laughs> vote. <laughs> They're young to vote. I got real Canadian. <laughs> you voted? I voted. <laughs> Did you vote? <laughs> Guys, I don't know what happens. It always changes like that. I don't, I'd be like Spanish, Canadian, yeah. French. I don't know how out of nowhere that shit just goes off. No, but I I am so happy. Like I am so happy. I'm, I'm very proud to be from Pennsylvania. Hell yes. Flip that shit. Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah, it's about proud. time. Yeah. Yo, Philly, y'all had me going in at the convention center they said everybody said in philly you want some come get some that's basically what was said i was mm -hmm. like yo i've never been more proud of philly right now don't care about nobody nothing don't fuck with our city don't fuck with the count and don't fuck with who's the new president is it it's fantastic but i'm very curious to see how this i don't think he's going to coincide but he doesn't have to coincide it, it, that doesn't matter they're just going to u-haul his ass out of there but I am, I am very, very much, probably to jail. He's got like 15 lawsuits oh, pending. a lot. Yeah, he's got a lot. And that rape charge that he got. He's screwed. That, that passed. They told him the statute of limitations did not go away. She is good. Yeah. I'm like, at the end of this, I just want to see. I'm not saying that all of our issues are gone overnight. I'd be dumb, blind, and gullible to think that. I'm, I'm curious to see in the first 90 days what this administration does. They promise a lot. And I, I really believe that they will come through on these things. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm curious to see in the first 90 days. I'm very hopeful about what we have. Like, it, it was just, for me, it was it, it was a no-brainer who you needed to vote for, yeah. honestly. It was really a no-brainer. I mean, even if you didn't agree with everything, um, you're not. You're No one is going to agree 100% with, with, with anyone. Right. Um, so I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I'm hopeful for it. I'm happy because some of the changes and things that they're doing, I'm like, yes. This is where it's at. And I'm also happy that even if he's not in the house, Obama and Michelle have a foot somewhere in this shit. Oh, yeah. They've got somewhere with their best buddy going through because Obama got real when he got to Philly and did his speech. Mm -hmm. He was rolling yeah. on homie. I'm like, yes, it's I'm excited to, to see supportive, this. Supportive friends. Like, Biden is and Obama are like buddies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're good friends. And like, you're like yo, bro, this needs to happen kind of thing. Yeah, Advi good advice. But, but that's good what advice. And, exactly, and that's what you need. And people are like, "Well, he won't be really running the country." Bitch, no president is running the country by themselves. No, I mean, literally, most of the time, if they say it, yeah, it could happen. But they still have to have votes for this shit to fucking happen. People were saying, "Yes, I'm going to go along with you." So it's like, no, I think that he has a better backing. Yes, and a better support. Yes, and I love all the women. Mm -hmm. that have been elected to all oh, like oh i'm loving all these women mm -hmm. yes let's do it like it needs to be done i'm so happy about that i'm like yes women are starting it, it, it's it's not even it's it's the point that i think people are like oh the glass ceiling will go i think it's come to a point not only with minorities but with women where you're like Fuck this glass ceiling. I'm busting through this bitch. Yeah. I don't have time to wait for you to decide you want to do it or, you know, hit this glass to tamper this or some shit. No. It needed to be broken. And I feel like in this election, they sledgehammer the fuck out of this. Yeah. And they were, oh, and they were cocky about the shit, too. <laughs> like, I got reelected. 
bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, let us know. I mean, honestly, let us know how you feel about this election. Like, what's going on, how it's happening, like, uh, how you feel it is. Don't care if you are for Trump or you were for Biden. Um, Yes, I can still talk to people. and We can still talk to people. But just come with the facts. Don't come with (laughs) it. I I put personal issues with people who vote for Trump aside. It's more was more about my morals. Yeah, it is whatever, about morals. whatever someone else ha- whatever morals someone else else has, good for them. You know, I can't change the way that they think. Whatever, um, I did my part of voting, and what I believe what I believed in. Yeah, anything negative that was said about you know, the they only chose that he won because it's the 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 best of two evils or some bullshit. Oh, yeah, because you had to... Well, they said the same thing with, um, I think, Obama. Like, you have to pick the best of two evils. Yeah, I'm like... The better of two evils. The better of two evils. Yeah. Or they prefer uh, Kamala to have been president, obviously. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> all yeah. did. But you know what? She's the first fucking black um, vice president ever. The first female first ever. First female. Ever. 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 Yes, Absolutely. and first person of color. That's huge. I mean, I think, yeah, that's I'm, gigantic. I'm very happy for her. I mean, it, it, that is, I, I think that's just awesome. I, America needs mommy right now, and she's definitely mommy. Yeah, she needs to kick everybody's ass, put you in order, and then still give you some love. Yeah, that's give, exactly give what some money. Give some money. <laughs> Get the money. Get the money. Right? I'm like, you better start passing some of these bills. These are winter plants. Yeah. Give us some money. <laughs> I heard a quote that, like, for me seemed to make a huge amount of sense, and I, I know everybody else has probably heard it, or versions of it, where it says that uh, we can disagree on who's going to be president, but um, it said, like, something around, how can you say that you love me, but vote for something or vote for someone that wants to take everything away from me. Yeah. That type of like thing that they had there. And I see more more people were, were posting it. Um, and then more people. And then for some reason, I saw some people posting it now. So my thing is that I don't I don't know if the debate is, is necessarily over. Because people are still posting. Yeah, it, it wasn't like we won the presidency and it was like done. done. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like that. Oh yeah, we won. It's done. Everybody fist bumped and go your separate ways like your hometowns. It's not like that. No. So I'm, I'm curious to see if if we could take on this like actual, this is a challenge for America to like rewrite fucking history. Right now, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done in life or you haven't done in life, this time frame will be written in the history books that you're living through right now. You and, your children, yes. and your children, and your children. You will be a part of history. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, this will be 100% something that is stamped inside of the history books of our, probably one of the craziest elections ever. The craziest four years. The things that we went through were absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if the fucking Simpsons get it right one more goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see where it's at. I'm curious to see if people let down their guards. Um... And really start trying to spread more of that, you know, it, I even think after the last uh, election, people that voted for Trump, a lot of people that I know during the time of wanting to reflect and like during what we were going through, changed their minds of what it was. But it wasn't because anybody for it was because they got the exposure and understanding and had real meaningful conversations with people from the opposite side, not yeah. aggressive, just meaningful conversations yeah. to be able to have someone to sway because I don't think sometimes people that have the opposing thought, if you don't have someone that can articulate properly without getting letting the emotions get involved too much, um, you can't really see like that person's point of view. So I'm curious to see if, if we are going to be divided, which we are right now, if we're going to continue to be divided or if at some point we're going to have to know that unity is just going to have to yeah, and, and and that's a really hard one to call, and it's happening. And I and there's a lot of things I don't think are going to calm down, uh, like the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't think that's going. I it, I think it's a time where we're tired of movements, and then now it has to be a way of life. And I think that's where that's moving towards. I feel like there's there's more movements, but not not more doing. Yes, 
there's a lot more underscored movements of things that happen yeah. mm-hmm. uh, uh, that are happening in there or coming underneath that. But it's like where we need to focus, gather, and organize properly. And I got to be honest, Black Lives Matter have done very well at doing that, yeah. and and they have. And there's a lot of fuzz around where people associate with them, and they're not, and everything like that. We we understand that, and Antifa and all that bullshit. But it's like, <laughs> if, if at this point, if anybody wants anything to come from it, it has to be more of like the organization. Take that things, the things that they you do, and put them in there. Kind of like the Black Panther movement, where they organized and isolated, and they they took areas and it tried to make a difference in each one of those areas, and then gathered out. I mean, like, WIC and food stamps and, like, all that shit. That's because of the, back, the Black Panthers. And people don't know that. The ones in Philly and, and in other locations helped build that so that you could get WIC. Mm-hmm. So that m- mothers could get, like, you know, the food and stuff like that. And that, because they were looking towards their neighborhoods and the things they had and the funding. But it's like, let's organize. Everybody needs to organize. It's, it's about squashing the differences and trying to find more of, like, a common ground. I, I'm not saying... Be stupid mm-hmm. and just be chilling with, <laughs> with Bubba with his Confederate flag right next to yeah. you. You're like, oh yeah, we're all good. Fuck no, Bubba, we're not good. Bubba. No, but I mean, it, you know what I mean. Like, it's going to have to happen. I just don't know when. Yeah, I feel like between, <clears throat> between you and I, when it comes to politics, you're very, you're a lot more passionate about what's happening in the world and especially in the U.S. I feel like um, I'm conservative with my feelings and thoughts about what's been happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I and I try to be like Switzerland. I'm kind of like, I keep my neutral. peace. I yeah. keep my peace in the neutral. I don't try to offend anybody. As much as I want to flaunt how, how <laughs> fucking stupid a yeah. lot of people are, I just don't, because I don't like to essentially hurt feelings. Yeah. You know it's the I mean? confrontation. It's the confrontation. Yes. And, you know, I I did something on Instagram where my friend posted a video of Willing, a Dwelling Grace clip mm-hmm. of Jack going to Grace in the episode where her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend comes to visit for dinner. And then she's really hot. And then Jack goes to Grace, are you dying? Are you? You must be dying. <laughs> And the caption says, when your relative voted for Trump and lost. Yeah. And I thought that was hysterical. (laughs) And, you know, my sister-in-law, she's a Trump, she voted Republican. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't even think about her when I I reposted it. (laughs) And then she said something to me about it. She said, I didn't, I never flaunted my views of politics to you. I'm like, this had nothing to do with you because I don't associate the fact that you are Republican and voted for him. I, yep. associate, I associate you as my, my brother's wife and my sister-in-law and someone that I love my family. Yeah. And I know deep down, in fact, you don't hate me. And I know for a fact you don't want my rights stripped away. And I honestly don't understand why. you. I believe that we spoke during the summer mm-hmm. when I pulled her aside to ask her why. And because her she and her family come from a line of Republican Party people, whatever, and that's completely fucking fine. Yeah. But I said, you know, I said what I said to her here, and she agreed with everything I said, but I'm, I'm assuming she went still voting yeah. for him, and that's fucking fine. He lost. And so, <laughs> and that's that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, and, and, I, and I said, I wasn't it wasn't malice. It wasn't being mean. Yeah. I wasn't being petty. I wasn't being a bitch. I simply love Will and Grace, first of all. I love the clip. And I don't think of whoever's in my life who is a Republican. I don't hate you. No. I don't and I don't want any... In 100%. It's not about hate if you wrote... Your political party is your political party. You had your reasons for voting mm-hmm. that you voted for them. That it, it would be hypocritical to say that I hate you because you voted for that party. Right. So, it, no, but it's like, I, I, in that case, like what you did, I feel like it's better to make light of that situation yeah. at that time than and, it would have been and, to be aggressive and at she, that point and in she, time. And she thought I was scared of the fact that she confronted me. And I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not scared of anyone. <laughs> no, I'm not scared of my sister-in-law. 
I was more upset. I was defending the fact that I was afraid to offend her. Yeah. Because that's just how I, I don't like to offend people. Yeah. And that, that came from, like, my heart. Like, I didn't want her to feel like I was going after her. Yeah. When in reality, it wasn't even about her at all. Yes, but you felt that way because everybody is so touchy. Yeah. So touchy. About anything that you say, even if it wasn't meant or to be directed at anyone. Right. Someone will take that into personally as you, like, attack them or something mm-hmm. like that. So I do see how people, you know, stray away from that. Or even how you are. Because, I mean, we're very vocal about, like, our different sides and, like, even our different personalities of how we go about things. I am very much more aggressive than Noel. Right. I just am. Like, yeah. I think I've always been more oh, aggressive she's, than Noel. She's, had been more vocally aggressive since I've known her. I'm, I'm the quiet, shy... <laughs> I'm the quiet shy friend. Uh, she speaks for me. <laughs> Was that one last pop rock thing? One. Pop. <laughs> Get in line. Get in line. No, but it's always been. You know, that's been just me as a more vocal person. But I grew up being a vocal person because I had so many kids in our house. Um, I haven't shied away from telling my parents just didn't know how to stop having children. Um, so having to have to open your voice and be more vocal about your opinions has always been something that I've, I've done. But at the same time, I do know other people like that. But if you want to be that type of person, I feel like you have to be able to take the good and the bad. Yeah. And you, you have to be able to, but you have to be able to, to like respond. You can't go hide underneath the rock if you do. The only, <laughs> time, do the only time, honestly, which is so sad to admit right now, the only time that I get really defensive is when my girl's spoken about. Brittany. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know that one. I get very... Defensive. Oh, no. You, you're not quiet I, at all. I, I'm not quiet about it because like, I take mental illness something serious, and I think it's fucked up that people go after people that have mental illness. I think it's fucked up people judge people the way they look when they're doing going through yeah. mental illness. And it's fucked up just to talk bad about someone that... I've always been a fan of all my life and continue to still be, even though she's not putting out anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I I don't I just I have wanna... two I just have two rules in my life. Don't fuck with me, don't fuck with Britney. Brittany. I mean I know that. Every you everybody should know that. Yeah. Just, just... <laughs> I will flip fucking tables. I don't know if you guys saw when we first started this podcast. He has a giant Britney Spears. I mean, giant Britney Spears picture inside of his Instagram. Is it on her Instagram? I don't know. It might be on The there. video's on Instagram. The video should be yeah, on there. Yeah, the video's on, on so dot 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 underscore. Um, check it out. It's Drew walking down the steps of my basement uh, to a huge, giant, like, six-foot Britney Spears photo of her, uh, like, perfume campaign ad or something. Guys, I'm not fucking kidding you. This thing is gigantic. Yeah. And as soon as you walk downstairs, you're like, what the fuck yeah. is going? Because you see it from the top of the steps. It's the first thing people will see when you go downstairs. Like, what the fuck? And like, yeah. Die hard. <laughs> Great die yeah. hard. Great like, oh, yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah. So. Oh, damn. I just tried to do a video. What did you try to do? So I tried to do a video. Guys, I try to multitask sometimes, and this shit just doesn't work. I'm I, to... I handle the social media. What are you doing? Oh, here. What are you trying to do? Do you go that way? So, guys, I do want to say something. Weed is legal in New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm pressing. Oh, I didn't. Guys, I am like, come on now. This is fantastic. Even though everybody in New Jersey smoked weed by them damn selves all the fucking time. Does this mean that I can, like, someone can go literally walk around Cherry Hill with a doobie? And to be okay. First of all, guys, let me just uh, <laughs> let me um, let me stop for a second. And <laughs> slow things down for said, a minute right here. This motherfucker said doobie. I don't he know. Said, doobie, you sound like my mother. That marijuana. <laughs> I'm like old, a Mary old, Jane. I'm also. Oh yeah. my god. Yes, it means. Well, when the laws come to effect, I guess we'll be able to figure out what it is. Because you can smoke in Philly right now and walk down the street and just get a ticket. Really? Yeah, Philly, you just get a ticket. It's legal in Pennsylvania. You just get a ticket if you walk down the street and you're not allowed to have a certain amount of it in there because then you're considered to be dealing. Okay. Which, I mean, I care. If you're carrying a certain amount. Yeah, a certain amount. What like if, if you have just, a certain amount What if it's just, just your dose? 
I know. I mean, that's, like what, I got I, a, that's what I would say. If I got a whole but... pack of Oreos in my backpack, does that mean I'm dealing Oreos? Or just like, no, it's just my portion. No, I mean, <laughs> if you do it. <laughs> Sir, are you selling Oreos? No, that's just... They're like, no. The whole sleeve is mine. No, no. No, no what are you talking about? No. <laughs> I am like, on it. I'm like, can we smoke? Can we do it? I'm like, I don't know. I still smoke anyway. I, all the time. Everybody knows. Noel's known for forever. Like, I am an advocate for smoking 100%. It's like a medication herb. <laughs> it came from the earth. It helps you. It's a mood stabilizer. When they say that it was legal inside New Jersey, I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. Like, hell yes. But I got to be honest. I still won't buy it from a dispensary. I'll probably still buy it from my dealer. <laughs> It'll be much cheaper. But if you can grow it, oh, man, if you could grow it, it'd be, it, it would be insane if you could grow it. Yeah. But, guys, like, I don't even know why. Honestly, thank God. Marijuana should never have been classified with cocaine and all these like other illicit drugs and, and it, it, it's weed. It grows from the ground. It comes out and you could click, click. There it goes again. Pick click. that bitch off, grind it up, and smoke it mm-hmm. on paper, which is made from trees. If this isn't the most natural connection to the earth, I don't know what the fuck is. Take the paper, put the weed in, smoke it back into the air. What I mean, come on now. It's I'm, a sucker. I'm I. My mom would kill me if she heard this. Um, I don't, I do it when I'm with friends. I do it because it's fun and I like to laugh. Uh, friends always, you've given me stuff and I really had it in my house forever. And I'm like, I guys, I'm always trying to give him like gummy bears and <laughs> literally a whole little joints. I'm like, I'll put it in my tea, my tea can. I'll just roll them a joint and bring it to him. <laughs> yeah. She bring, I was like, I don't know how to roll anything. I don't buy, I, I've never bought any kind of pot before. And I always I, give them like the most cute paper. That's, like, oh, flavored. The, the one with little pineapples. Yeah, like, I always give them yeah. like flavored with the cute thing. Like on you it. and like Rick give me gummies and, and pot and stuff. And like I don't need it because I'm already like a chill person. Yeah. And to me, to do it by myself is like doesn't make sense to me because I can't laugh with myself. Oh, you can. I mean, <laughs> I, mean oh, I, la- oh. I laugh. I laugh at. By nature as it is, but I'm like, it's just more fun with someone else that you like have a good time with. I can honestly say, you know what I mean. What? I am literally <laughs> laughed out loud, hand slapped to the thigh, <laughs> laughed by my damn self. Me and my dogs. <laughs> I have a hundred percent just gone. And off I and, and I laugh. don't and I don't do it by myself because then I get the hunger part after. Yeah, that, which is like, it's all monster entity when. I get high and I come down from it. I want to eat everything in sight. Yeah, yeah. And then I become this like mad scientist in the kitchen, creating all these like fucking crazy things. Yeah, it's dangerous for you to do that. Yeah. For me, I just I keep a shit ton of fruit and vegetables in my house. So when I get the Fuck munchies, that. no, I, I, want, just, I, I want, just, I just, I just grab them. I want like hot cheese and crunch. Right, exactly. But you, you do, you, 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 you give yourself a little something bad, but everything else is like Mm-mm. all good for that. I have this little thing that I do like. Because I always have flour tortillas. Because I because I do prep. I always have cheese. And I my my main staple um, that I have in my house for myself is Cheez-Its. and they're my favorite snack. Yeah. So what I if I'm ever that way, or even like, uh, am I drunk sometimes? No. But when I get like that, coming home drunk, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't drive drunk. <laughs> no, he just makes an Uber driver feel extremely uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? You remember the night we went out? Oh man, but um, I would make I would make like a cheese it crunch like kind of quesadilla. Yeah, and I would just like flour tortilla, shredded cheese, crumbled up the cheese it's or if you had Doritos. Oh. And then you do roll ups and put in the microwave yeah. for like a second. It is the best. Like, huh? You thought I would have thought like Taco Bell would have patented by now? They probably did. They at Taco Bell is definitely. Uh, stoners are who own Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Let's just stuff this within this and smother with cheese. And then the next thing we're going to do is wrap that bitch. Wrap that shit and then press it. <laughs> we're just going to wrap that bitch. Yeah, I've, I think I've gotten better and better. So, guys, the first reason that I started smoking weed was that I was in California. Um, I have celiac. So, I have a, a very bad gluten <laughs> intolerance. 
but I also have a very bad habit of wanting things that are bread. Um, so at, at some point, it fucked my stomach up. Unbelievable. I had GERDs, acid reflux, I had everything, like, had to have the scope, all that shit done. Like, I had everything. And when I was out in California, the, the medicine made me feel horrible. It made me feel absolutely horrible. So I was like, went to a doctor, they subscribed weed for me, and I have not looked back since. Oh. And that's what it was. And it's something that helps. Um, it'll calm my stomach more than just about anything. Mm-hmm. And with my stomach issues, sometimes I don't get hungry at all. Like, I can go through an entire day and forget to eat the entire you day. You just reminded me something, because I'm going to give you a treat when you leave. My friend from New York came about a month ago. Yeah. And he's vegan, which he makes edibles vegan-like. I have a vegan cookie for you to take oh, home. Oh, fuck yes. I, I, I also, my client is also celiac, and she can't have gluten. And I literally, like, she came to pick up her meals, and I handed it to her. She's like, what's this? I'm like, oh, because I know you don't, you can't have gluten and you're in, it's, it's like vegan edible cookie. She literally cried. Like tears came out. It, of her. It's, it's, it's hard. And people don't consider, I mean, <laughs> it seems like, I think it seems like I'm crying, but no, it's hard. People don't really, when you tell people that you, you have celiac or like the gluten, some people don't even realize what has gluten in it. Yeah. And like, even when you go to, when I go to a restaurant with my friends go out with me, I don't get super picky. I literally pick fries every single fucking time because that's yeah. normally the only thing on the menu. Yeah. So when someone considers you, yeah. and like you, that's it. That's dope. When someone has something like for you that's like gluten free or like vegan or something like that, it's like, oh, you know what? Thank you because people normally don't do that. Yeah, no. And you have to pay twelve dollars for a cookie. Have you ever had a Blackbird pizza? Blackbird? Yeah. Mm-mm. It's on Second Spring Garden. No, I never had. It's that. divine. It's like vegan, all vegan, all gluten free stuff. Pizza. I, I'm definitely. So guys, one thing I wanted to try to do, and I'm probably going, and I didn't tell him well, so I'm telling him right now, was that I know a lot of places that you may not have dined in, but you have take out. Um, I think there's a lot of cool places that are around in like Philly, and I see more like reviews about stuff like mm-hmm. that. I wanted to see if maybe we could go and like just like we did the club and we went out to it, just go review some food. Like, yeah. Noelle is a huge foodie, and I just love eating. Yeah. So, we're, I'm like, it'll be awesome. And maybe we could go review some places for you guys and yeah. tell you about some good takeout places to be able to come. If you can't go to it, we can give you some good takeout places. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, between the fun. two of us, I yeah. feel like we would cover almost everybody with, as far I as I eat everything, and you kind of don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guys, I'm also a vegetarian. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> I'm also a vegetarian. So, it's on top of that, too. <laughs> She's double, she's triple oppressed, she's gay, she's celiac, and she's vegan. No, guys, but I don't know why Dave Chappelle just came out of me just now. I love, it should have, it seems like a Dave Chappelle season. Did you see him on SNL? Yes, I did, I loved every minute oh. of it. Every minute of it, oh. and I loved his old school vibe of having that stool next to him the with cigarette. his drink the and his cigarette. cigarette, and I was like, yes. Yeah. You were about to get down like he's some very real com- shit. He's very comfortable. Oh, yeah. It, it got uncomfortable, and people were just like... It did. Where it was only black people laughing in the audience for a uh-huh. second. Like, and white guys, because they were making fun of white women. I know. I know. <laughs> I always pay, t- pay attention to the orchestra in the background to see what the reaction is. Yeah. And the lady was just... The one lady playing the saxophone, I guess, or flute, whatever, she just had her head down, like, shaking her head. Yeah, like, you couldn't. <laughs> But the she, whole band in like, the back, like, you couldn't laugh. They couldn't laugh. You could see their shoulders every now and then, like, move. Yeah. Every now and then, like, flinched for the shoulders. I'm like, oh, okay. My mask would have been wet. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, this is awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it was fantastic getting back and talk to you guys. Um, we're going to get more. We're definitely going to do stuff like this where we start to, like, maybe review some things. Give us some <laughs> suggestions of some places you are, spots or anywhere that you think that is quarantine worthy for you to be able to go to or order from, um, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. If you know us, just hit us up. <laughs> yes, face, Facebook, um, so dot, 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 Instagram, underscore, so dot, dot, dot. Um, you can also check out um, my Instagram profile for my... Can I do a plug? Oh, yes, let's do a plug. Can I do a plug? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to do a plug. <clears throat> Guys, I'm telling you, this man can cook his ass off. So I... I, I well, <laughs> During this time of COVID and quarantine, um, I've had my own meal prep service for about four years now. So this has been beneficial to me. It's it's sustainable. It's healthy. I do everything. It's farm to table. I, I outsource healthy ingredients. I deliver to Philly, to New Jersey, 
uh, wherever the, the delivery fee will take me. Um, I will <laughs> come to your house and drop off COVID, COVID safe restrictions. You know, I drop off on the porch or doorstep, whatever. Um, follow me at Instagram at nonopreps. And also my website is nonopreps.com as well as on Facebook. Um, if you are looking for healthy alternatives during this time of year, um, I kind of, it's kind of beneficial for me to do this because a lot of people don't like going out to the grocery store. They're health conscious. I kind of, I kind of put myself as semi at risk to get the stuff I need, but I do it in a way that is, I'm make I'm making sure that I'm putting myself in a safe like place too. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very safe with how I handle food with my, for my clients that who have luckily have blessed me with still have being um, employed. <laughs> so if you're if you're looking for delicious, wholesome, prepared meals to your doorstep, follow me at nonopreps.com. No also, no preps, a better way not to cook. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have to tell you, I think I have one of his oldest reviews. My mom still to this day, <laughs> to this day, asks for Noelle to make her snickerdoodles or food. It doesn't matter. My uh, mom has always asked. She's like, oh, Noelle. I'm telling you guys, my mom has known Noelle since ninth grade. She, uh, She's his biggest fan besides his mom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, mom's he love, can cook. Mom's love. Noelle. Like, he can cook. Yeah. Guys, you. check us out on social media. Uh, hit us up if you guys want some shout out to some cool places to go. Even if it's your business and you have something that you really yeah, want to like promote or something know. like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll totally put, we'll yeah, plug it. Exactly. We're totally for it. We'll plug you. We can give you something, give you a plug on here. And, and even it posts you on our page um, as well. Um, we're really just about uplifting everybody in this time. Absolutely. And if you have your own business or you have a business you work at, just hit us up and let us know. Yep. All right, guys. Have a good one. And for God's sake, wear a goddamn mask. Ah.